Barum is relationships. Barum is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? The room is different cookie cutter、mm-hmm. from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to the Room Minute, the podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room, one minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Allison. Oh hi, Rob. Oh hi, listeners. We're here to talk about Minute Forty, in which Mark is an expert, obviously, and so are Tommy's green screen guys. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this scene, of course.、Uh, quick note was originally much earlier. It was just after Lisa and Mark have quote unquote sex on the stairs, and while the backgrounds、uh, on the roof, the green screen. Don't actually match a realistic location. They are, aside from the scene, fairly consistent. At least you don't mean to say it's been green screened. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, it looks so real. <laughs> With their three fake walls, they stuck in a parking lot. No, no, it wasn't green screened at all. <laughs> the the biggest thing I think I noticed that noted this last minute is one of the angles off the roof is actually a real image reversed for some reason. Is that like a copyrighted image or something? Like no, they filmed it no, themselves. They, they did it. Was it yeah, Tommy owns a building. They went on his roof and took some shots. <laughs> I don't know. The man is an enigma. I'm, I'm sure. By the way, oh hi Luke. Oh, oh hi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so、uh, wait, what actually happens? The, oh, Mark and Johnny are talking on the roof. I forgot what scene we're even watching.、I'm、distracted by the rooftop. Maybe Mark does have a girl. Yeah, he might. He doesn't know yet. I find it so weird how freely. They seem to talk about sex. Like, <laughs> yeah. Whether that's just from my young person's perspective, I don't know. But I just I found it so uncomfortable and so sort of the conversation was not called for. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> that's what Mark's into. You're talking about when he says that his ex was not the best in bed. Yeah. You know she wasn't any good in bed. And then when Tommy then finds Johnny. Well, he then finds the need to discuss like his state with Lisa. That's too bad. My Lisa's great when I can get it. Like it wasn't. I mean, he's the one who's asked Mark in the past slash future how his sex life is. Anyway, how is your sex life?、Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's it, it, it. I don't know.、He's, yeah, man, you never know. They're weird people. Yeah, people are very strange these days. These are perfectly normal people, Luke. You're wrong. Sorry, we're the weird ones. Yeah. Yeah, so they're talking about Mark, whether or not he has a girl. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right.、Uh, he doesn't know yet. Maybe I have one already. I don't know yet. And Johnny asks about Betty, Mark's ex, who may or may not be Denny's girlfriend. So I listened back to this minute probably fifteen times, or this like little five seconds here. I swear, Tommy says Betty. That's her name. Instead of what's her name? Yeah. Well, what happened? Remember Betty? That's her name. And I, that just cracks me up. Oh, hi, Chris. Well, he says it kind of. Yeah, I I put it in my notes as like, remember Betty? That's her name. Yeah. Like he's 
double-checking the name of the person he's bringing up. But yeah, it could also be he doesn't know that you say what's-her-name if you don't well, know. T- Tom, Tommy always speaks like he doesn't understand the lines that he wrote for himself. So it's... <laughs> Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> oh no, that's Mark's line. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah, well, what happened? Remember Betty? That's her name? <laughs> Betty, that's her name. Yeah. Maybe that is Betty's name. Her it's, name it's is Dutch, That's her name. <laughs> <laughs> that's is her middle name, and then her mm. name, but it's like one word. <laughs> or, or her mom's maiden name was her, and they did that really progressive thing where you just nice. like put a hyphen. Oh yeah, it's like hyphenated. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was Betty Her, and it's Betty Name. Maybe we're the wrong ones. Uh, maybe that, maybe Betty That's Her Name is her name. Maybe we've offended a listener called Betty That's Her Name. <laughs> <laughs> if your name is Betty That's Your Name and you're listening to the show, please contact me, Robert E.G. Black, on all your social media, and we'll get you on as a guest. Contact uh, you on all of your social media. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on any of your social media. <laughs> well, now I'm just, now I'm talking like Tommy. If that's your name and we've offended you, please send your complaints to titanicminute at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they won't mind. Uh, no. I'm sure they still check, too. Yeah. Betty? Yeah? Yeah, we don't see each other anymore. You know, she wasn't any good in bed. She was beautiful, but we had too many arguments. In bed. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. They of argued course. in bed. Well, that was the problem, is Mark wanted stairs. He wanted stair sex, not bed sex. That was the argument. <laughs> no. You can't dent a bed as easily. <laughs> Before we get to a great line from Johnny that I'd like to unpack, I have a couple notes on the rooftop. Uh, second 18, Mark turns a quarter turn or more to his left. However, the Transamerica building, which was behind him, remains behind him on the different angle. <laughs> this is the scene where the green screen gets weird. Because they're, they're fairly consistent about where it is, but then this scene, it's just like, wherever Mark moves, that same building is behind him. And then, second 26, it's behind Johnny, even though he hasn't really moved. So the editors have been, like, alright for the film, mostly. Yeah, most mostly the editing did okay. I mean, uh, John, now I'm forgetting who's the real person. Tommy hired an actual editor to edit the film. I mean, they did edit as they were going, so they couldn't <sighs> change a lot of stuff for, like, stylistic ways and everything as they were doing it. But, yeah, the editing does okay. I tried that with my short, and then I just sort of gave up, and I've gone back and, like, redone everything, because it's so much easier to just do it when it's done. Yeah. Do you know what you have available? I mean, they still moved a few scenes, but they were early scenes, so they probably moved them around before they'd even finished filming. And continuity can be a pain as well when you shoot, when you edit. Tommy doesn't care about that. Oh, that's been very clear. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even let him take photos of his costume for continuity. Now, the line I wanted to unpack is Johnny's line, My Lisa is great when I can get it. That's too bad. My Lisa is great when I can get it. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't talk like a American high school student at any other part of the film. (laughs) I couldn't decide in what way this line was wrong or offensive. It's it's it felt like there were multiple directions. Well, my Lisa. Mm-hmm. There's an ownership right. factor, yeah. And then clearly he's then not when, getting it as much as he would like. Right. But it, now, does that mean that he equates Lisa with sex? Or does he <laughs> think Lisa is an object? Or both? Um, well, we suggest that Lisa is it. 
Yeah, in which case, does he not get Lisa some of the time? <laughs> does he not understand her? Um, how does he mean get? And I can get it. It is sex, right? In context, it should be sex, but in the sentence, it can only refer to Lisa. Oh. Which is the problem. Now, if he said sex with Lisa is great when I can get it, then it's the mm. sentence is fine. And then Luke gets uncomfortable. And we're okay with that here at the room minute because Luke is thousands of miles away. We're not here to make people <laughs> feel comfortable. That's right. <laughs> if you want to get uncomfortable, just watch the scene as buildings move. We spent a reasonably long time on the Monty Python podcast discussing the sex ed class. That's true. Like I, I was surprised when I was editing back. I was like, this conversation goes on way longer <laughs> than I remembered. Uh, so then, second 30, Mark is now sitting in front of the same city angle where Johnny was just standing, even though that's a different side of the roof. So, yeah, this, this, this scene is all wrong with the background. The green screen guys are just screwing everything up. When they could have just filmed on a rooftop in San Francisco, had they wanted to. Yeah. Well, but then you would have had to contend with wind in the microphones and permits and things like that. Well, they still had to. They're filming outside. <laughs> well, I don't know about permits. It's He doesn't do permits. It's Tommy's building. So they probably could have got away with filming on the roof without a permit, but it, I don't it's Yeah, and they ADR like most stuff anyway, so cuz they were filming next to um Highland. It's a big street in Hollywood. So they did have to deal with noise a lot of the time anyway. This parking this is in a parking lot. They just set walls out and set up that little outhouse booth as the stairs and put up green screens. It, I don't know. I'm pretty shocked <laughs> that, like, Tommy actually got a movie at the end of this. True, like, true. I, I feel like that. <laughs> of course, everything else, like, there are so many films which have just, like, ended up half done that the fact that, you know, he... He managed to complete this. I'm still impressed. The fact that the actors and the production people went along with it for that long. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Tommy's like Kubrick and he, he couldn't, you know, he didn't want to leave uh, Los Angeles. So it's like, I'm going to set my movie in San Francisco, but we can't leave Los Angeles. I'm just too afraid to leave. <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll get to that in a moment. I, I think I know why he didn't film this in San Francisco. It's because other people actors are on the rooftop scenes other than greg sestero and as we'll see in a little bit tommy doesn't want people to know that he lives in san francisco and so he probably didn't want them to know he owns a building in san francisco at the time he's a very private person oh that's a real life thing yeah oh, i was totally unaware of that i gotta say the fact that now it's been broadcast in a seth rogan movie probably <laughs> yeah now everyone knows that but at the time tommy i mean he lied about his age he lied about where he was from and it's not because he was necessarily trying to really hide anything. He is just inherently private about everything in his life. Then, so, then Mark says in the film... Oh, man, I just can't figure women out. Sometimes they're just too smart. Sometimes it's flat-out stupid. Other times they're just evil. In the script, he's got a little longer list. I just can't figure women out. Sometimes they're smart, sometimes they're dumb, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, sometimes they're nice, sometimes they're not nice. They are evil, seductive, and hostile. It's like a children's skipping rope rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it's... it's the new Cinderella dressed in yellow. <laughs> so my note for that was, I wrote, this is the Tommy Wiseau taxonomy of women. Yes. It's like the kingdom phylum genus... <laughs> 
species, whatever. I mean, it's, uh, it's a pretty, uh, dim outlook on half of humanity. Problematic for sure. And, you know, this is coming out of Mark's mouth, but, you know, I think, I think it's Johnny in terms of, uh, who, whose point of view this is, or Tommy rather. Yeah. And it, it I'd say it's definitely Tommy's. Because he wrote this after, I don't know how soon after, but after a major breakup, he wrote this after he was in an accident where he almost died. And so this script was his attempt to not only try to finally control his acting career, but to get his life and his opinions in line. How much better do you think this would have worked as a play? Structurally, I think it would work better because it's the setup for the scene of like people going in and out of this same place and like their lives all intersecting would probably work better. And if you look at the script where it has the act breaks, they divide better because like act one, I believe ends with Lisa and Mark getting together and having sex. And so then it starts up a new act when while well, we've all been like have to deal with what just happened. And so I think emotionally it might have had a better impact as well. I don't. Why did he choose to make it a film in the end? I think at that point, I don't even think Greg Sestero suggests this, but by the timing, I think it may have been sort of jealousy because Greg Sestero had gotten a bit part in Patch Adams that then got cut, but had gotten a starring role in Retro Puppet Master as Tommy is working on this script. And I think he just was trying to catch up. Because Greg got an agent as soon as he moved to LA, and Tommy didn't. Which they deal with in the Disaster Artist movie a little bit as well, is that Greg gets here and goes and gets an agent, and Tommy can't get one and wants to get in contact with that same agent. They they don't want anything to do with him, because he's weird looking, he sounds weird. There's not going to be many casting calls for his type. No. Especially if he laughs after every single line. Does he have an agent now, or is he, like, in control of himself? I don't think so. Well, he has a person who does something. If you go to any of the midnight screenings where Tommy is there, there's this other guy who, like, travels and keeps everything in line, but it might just be sort of like an assistant who just... His handler. (laughs) Yeah. It's better described as a handler. His wrangler. As far as I know, that could, that guy could also work as a sort of agent, but Tommy does most of his stuff himself. He goes after people for copyright things. He attacks people with YouTube videos when he doesn't like things they say. (laughs) And I don't think he needs, well, he could probably use one. I don't think he has one or would think that he needs one. I was gonna say, like, I'm surprised he hasn't done more cameos than he has yeah in in a way you think after this more movies would want him but i only know of he's the villain in uh the sequel to samurai cop oh boy which is an off the original samurai cop is great a great bad movie the second one is awful and he's okay as a villain but the movie just isn't good i feel like sitcoms should really sort of just grab him for like a guest role like i feel that'd be brilliant he probably wouldn't want to be a guest Maybe that that might be it. It might be his ego's too big for cameos. Yeah, maybe. What if he cameoed as himself? He might be. Well, that's what he does in The Disaster Artist, sort of. He cameos as weird guy that Tommy talks to. I think he should be a recurring character on Curb Your Enthusiasm. That would <laughs> oh, be yeah. interesting. I'm, I'm not sure if, uh what's the guy's name who does, who's the star of that Larry show? Larry David. David? Yeah, I can't think of it. Yeah. Larry David, I'm not sure if Larry David would want to put up with him, though. <laughs> but that could be a plot of an entire episode, for sure. Oh yeah, it, w- it would be great for one of those sort of self-aware sitcoms to sort of yeah just, yeah like even if it's just once a season or something 
Uh. Or even if Johnny makes it, he makes a sequel to The Neighbors, except he's not trying to pretend he's some great guy who everyone loves. He's just Tommy Wiseau, who everyone loves. I gave up after episode two of The Neighbors. It was just... The the Neighbors is awful. But it's not awful in a good way. No. It's it's a sitcom without sit. There's no situation. It's just scenes. And I think the use of comms, you know, slightly (laughs) looser as well. (laughs) Yeah. The transition is, the transitions between scenes are funny for a bit, but then really get on your, like he's just like, he sat down at iMovie and just put all the little <laughs> green screen effects in one. You should watch the Tommy Wish show, it's even worse. Oh. It's just him talking about video games. Badly edited, badly lit, badly written. <laughs> I only own the neighbours because when I ordered the room, for some reason it was sold out on its own, so I had to Get the neighbors with it. So then, going on with a minute, uh, Johnny wants to know what's bothering you, Mark. Um, and he asks, "Do you do you have some secret? Forget it. Why don't you talk? Forget it, dude. Is it some secret? No, Tell forget. Me. I'll talk to you later." Which in the script he also adds, "We are like brothers. We shouldn't have secrets." I mean, at least he doesn't say we're best friends. <laughs> you know, that's a yeah. It should have been. That's probably why the line got cut is because he forgot you have to call them best friends. They have to label each other at any point. They can't. They also have to say their names a lot. He says Mark's name <laughs> three times in one minute. I mean, I'm someone who's really awful at remembering character names, so it's really helpful for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then at the end of this, what is this minute uh, in the script, Mark leaves out the door and Johnny goes and lies face down on the bench clutching the football tightly at his side. In the movie, of course, he just sits in the chair and tosses the football in the air because the football, of course, is symbolic of male bonding and manhood in this film. Which I'm sure you pick up on on the notes from a midnight screening later on. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think in this scene, actually, in a couple minutes, we get some. We get the first time that comes up. Cool. Speaking of notes from a midnight screening... Notes from a midnight screening... Johnny says, remember Betty, that's your name? And Mark says, Betty? Someone in the audience at the last screening I went to says she's in a hospital on Guerrero Street. I think that's the one I saw on YouTube. (laughs) We did talk last minute of the possibility that Mark was telling a story about himself having beat up a girl he was with. But the movie doesn't suggest that, but audiences have picked up on it anyway. That's the one where Tommy reacts, oh, that's a great story, Mark. (laughs) Yeah. What a story, Mark. (laughs) What a story, Mark. And the only other note from Midnight Screening for this minute is everyone in the audience says, along with Johnny, it It seems seems to to me like like you're the expert, Mark. Mark. Because you have to, Johnny, you gotta say Johnny's best lines. And that's like 50% of his lines. Yeah, it's either a completely forgettable line or a completely memorable line. He doesn't have any in-betweens. Since you've been here before, Luke, uh, Chris, I'll ask you first. Yeah. If the listeners would like to hear more of you, where can they do so? Oh, yeah. So there is a movie by minute podcast out there called Open the Podcast Doors Hell. And that is covering uh, Stanley Kubrick's 1968 science fiction masterpiece, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, we just finished the whole thing. So all 150 episodes plus specials are all where fine Oof. podcasts are sold. <laughs> and Luke, what about you? 
Uh, they can find my podcast, Please Be Seated, um, on most podcast platforms. Please Be Tweeted on Twitter and all of my podcast appearances, short films, whatever, are all at lukeallen.co.uk. But it's not wrong when people make fun of the project, in this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening. And remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live. Leave us!